Oh, okay. God, it's working. We're up to 1,911 listeners. Wow. Oh, wait, that's, that's the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. Hey, everybody. So uh, Probably it's, more. it's Attic Static here again uh, for our, what is this, 11th episode, and I'm banging the mic. So um, today we decided we're going to do show introductions, um, which we haven't done before, get everybody to know everybody else. As everybody knows, you start the introductions on the 11th episode. Right. Well, that's the tradition. Yeah, keeping, keeping with that. Right. Yeah. So Finally, um, it'd be great to get to know who the heck you guys are. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to give a, little, a, a quick it. intro on um, what the sh- what, why we're doing this show, and then we'll go through to everybody. But before we do that, uh, it turns out we had a special occasion this week. Um, so before we really get started, uh, we're going to have to celebrate somebody's birthday. So let me get, whose birthday? Let me get some stuff here. Um, and it would be John Johnny's birthday was a couple of days ago. Oh, so uh, literally a couple. Right? So the 18th. 18th. So Johnny is almost, but not quite, hitting the 50 mark. So Gary, hold oh. on to that. Oh, you're going to do a pie smash in his face? <laughs> Remember when I asked uh, you what you liked? You're, oh. you're disabled, right? So Yeah. Obviously, we're getting some goodies out. You're getting some goodies. Um, All right. My kind of episode. I don't know if people want to watch me eat what we're about to do. <laughs> so the, the, Thank you, Jeff. So the plan here... You know what? This doesn't work. Seen, seen too camera. much television. Is this going to explode? This, this was not made for uh, an eating episode. This, this table. There we go. Mm. Oh, looks pretty good. And, you know, in deference to many folks across the country suffering from this intense heat wave of 120 degrees, we're, we're with you. We're in the attic, <laughs> and it's pushing through 100 right about now. That's why the cake is starting to sweat. So we've been carrying this cake around for about three hours in that little bag. We took it out of the car, out of there, because it wouldn't melt, so you should feel privileged. It was twice as big before. Make sure it's it's okay for you guys. Um, We don't have a knife, so it looks like... You can't do that until you sing. That's the rules. Now you just... We gotta sing. All right. We gotta sing. Gary? No, skip it. It's not good. I'll save you guys. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Are you ready? All right, we're ready. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Johnny. Happy birthday to you. Thank you. Damn it. They're all gone. <laughs> All right, so in all honesty, um, John? We can't even, we don't even have a knife. You hey, made, just don't light it. a candle in here. It's already too hot. It's going to explode. We made it another year. We're proud of you. Um, and we hope many more to come. Thank you. The next time, the next one's going to be the big one. So get ready Ooh, for it. Yes. Um, I, I appreciate it. Thanks for uh, remembering it. We were hoping you like chocolate. Oh, heck yeah. Because I like chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> we were going to get something else, but Gary insisted on chocolate, so we got chocolate. Hey, let's, let's get on with it. Right. Start eating so this, or it's there, going in somebody's there, face there already. Come no on. Knives. Why did we get a plate? There's no knives. Hold <laughs> on. Go ahead and, uh, wait, wait. Just get yourself, I want to try this. Just get yourself a chunk. And get a chunk. Uh, what is, wait, what is this inside it? Must what is this, a gummy? Oh, no. It's a gummy. It's a snot. It's, it's a snot. rubbery snot gummy. What is all this stuff? There you go, Ed. It's I'll pudding. I'll be putting this in my mouth. All right. Dad jokes are going to be raining down. Wow. Right. Oh, oh. Looks kind of oh, We got the champion here. You're right, Adam. This is disgusting. So your shirt says what? 
reigning dad joke champion. Oh, okay. And that like in your house or somewhere else? Well, I can't are say. They, this, is, this, is like this is a disclaimer. Not really? Not officially uh, entitled uh, to the title by Walt Disney. However, my family thinks that uh, I say a lot of dad jokes. So I thank them for their patience with me. Got it. Just because you say doesn't mean they're funny. Well, that's just it. Patience. Right? You win some, you lose some. There's so, some good ones. There's some bad ones. So Dude, what happened here? We you should be charging them. They should be, you know. Johnny ran away. He was so overwhelmed by our song. Well. Ah, there we go. To keep this you're moving. A, you're a little late with a knife, Johnny. Ray, you should just jump into the questions. We got to so, keep this moving. Yeah, right. nobody We're wants down to negative one episode. All right, hold on. Stars. No, don't put that in front of me, man. Let me put this down. All right, so, so let me make sure this is still good. I think it might not be as good in the middle. <laughs> Did anyone try these gummy things? What are they? What this? Yeah, is it they're cookie is things? Like burger snot flavor? No, yeah, these no. things. I think it's a. Uh, oh yeah, Johnny, why don't you try this stuff? It's not that good. <laughs> All right, I'll try one. This is. Uh, we only got some on the table. I can't believe you got. Hey, want to get the knife away? I don't think they're good. What? What is it, right? What? What is it? I don't know what it is. The gummy stuff. I don't know. We got it. We got it at Dorsey's Bakery in Port Reading. Right, so I think it was pudding at one point. So, uh -huh. so Ray, I, I told you something wrong the other day because someone told you they they actually had closed that down to remodel. Uh, okay. And uh, which they did. Yeah, it's really which nice they now. They did. Now they added a deli and everything. So they yep. are. They are just fine. Yep. Ray, I thought you were going to do like the, the the nasty flavored jelly bean things. That's why I was hesitant to try the uh, right here. The gummies. I, got, I got them. They're right here. We can do that. Knock yourself out. Let's, let's while we're eating, we can start our yeah. We're gonna introduction. Try. Go ahead. All right. All right. So, all right. So, what what's up with this show? So, um, this started uh, years ago. I used to listen to a show called Car Talk on the radio, um, where you had to actually um, turn it on in the car or in the house, and you and you could listen to only what was on. Right. So there was a show, this this show called Car Talk, where two guys that were they happened to be MIT graduates who were really smart. Um, but they would just talk about cars. They had they had quit their jobs, opened an auto shop, and just you know knew everything about cars. So people would call in. They'd make fun of their guests. They make you know they'd crack jokes and do all this stuff. And then they'd eventually get around to telling somebody how to fix their 1957 Chevy. Blah blah blah. Um, I always thought it was a great show. And once it went off the air, I always thought you know it'd be cool to do something similar. Um, and my first thoughts were, hey, right? We know Johnny, and Johnny knows everything about cars. So why wouldn't we do that? Right. Um, but thinking about it more, maybe that would be kind of, you know, a little disrespectful to that original show. Right. Because uh, they were already doing the exact same thing. So then I thought, what if we broadened it out and, you know, make it, it was not supposed to be RV car. talk. Yeah. Isn't that what we we're going to do? RV talk. What yeah. would you call it? Click and clack or back? Click and clack or back. For right. the attack. So, um, so click and clack were the nicknames I had on the show. So I decided, hey, what if, you know, what if we did it with other people or just with other topics um, just to make it more interesting? So. Happened to be just talking about this one day a couple of months ago um, at our house when we had some some friends over, and everybody said, "Hey, that's a great idea. Why don't you do it?" Um, so to make a long story short, right, I texted these guys and said, "Hey, do you guys want to do this thing without really any details?" And everybody said yes, and I said, "Okay, let's you know let's do it." Right. So the theory was, "Hey, let's have a show. It's live. People just call in, ask questions, whatever it is. We make fun of them a little bit. You know, we tell jokes." Uh, answer questions, help people out, get people through whatever it is that they, they need help with, theoretically, um, and uh, make it as entertaining and as fun as possible, right, at the same time. So that's how it all got started. Um, here we are today, and um, we're just going to go through the cast. So um, 
Let me see. Let me skip here to I had it in order, and now I changed the order. So we're going to go yeah. to. Uh, you had it up top. I did. Yeah. yeah. All right. So yeah. So we're going to go um, member by member. So Adam is here. Um, he's the A. So he's going first. Um, so why Adam? So Adam and I met in college at Rutgers University, second year, I believe. And uh, you would know that better than I do, but I assume it was 1990. And um, uh, we both wound up in the bioresource engineering program, um, studying late nights, doing all the stuff college kids do. Um, you know, he was the guy that drove me to really excel at school um, and drove me into Excel with spreadsheets. Um, I think it was Quattro Pro at the time. Are we going to call that a dad joke? Excel at spreadsheets? <laughs> yeah. that, that, that just comes so naturally now. And, and, and Ray, I, I got I to gotta push back. I, I was not really a student of those first two years. Um, I, I think it's the other way around. What? You were a student. I was trying Always to be a student. Study, you know, pairing off with little Donna, studying with her. Donna? What was her and, last name? I don't know. Started with a B. Okay. And, and then there were a few folks in our, our department who were like 25, 26, just a few years older. older, And, and they took the education so seriously, and I couldn't <laughs> understand it until one day I realized, well, maybe I should. That's kind of what I'm here for. And then I became a student. So you're, you're saying we weren't actually students until junior year, or you weren't anyway. Right. Well, I, 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 I stayed three more years. That's true. Because, well, I'd like to say it's because I completely screwed up my first two years, but I didn't completely screw them up. I did a, a, a two, a dual degree program, so right. I needed the extra year. But for the last three, I was a good student. Uh, and, I, and I would agree with that. Um, I don't remember the second year very much, so I'll, I'll go with your, your uh, uh, assessment of that. So anyway, so we spent a million hours late night studying, um, talking about other stuff, travel, backpacking, all this kind of thing. And that's that's the reason that I actually got into all those kind of things. Right. So I think it was one of those late nights where we were planning my month long trip around the country after college um, and I knew nothing about it. And you knew everything about it. So, you know, we planned all that stuff out. Uh, and that developed into longer trips in the future, big mountains, Mount Rainier, Orizaba in Mexico and some other stuff. So um, so that's, you know. That's how I know Adam. Um, why did I want him on this show? Um, so he's a perfectionist. He's one of the smartest people I know. Uh, anything he's done, any project he works on is going to be planned in advance, um, you know, well done, perfected, and high quality of work. Um, he's had a few serious health scares, had a stroke once or twice, died once, right? Yeah. yeah. Held the 100 county record. Yep. So um, longest period of time without a detectable heartbeat outside of a hospital. And how long is that? There's debate. I'm saying 27 seconds, but my wife will argue 24 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't want to have to do it again to set the record straight and go with a 30. I agree. Yeah. Uh, so there's that. He's got, um, he's got decades of, of uh, experience in environmental and wastewater fields. He's a big mountain climber, like I mentioned before. Uh, together, we've been talking, investing, and studying the stock market um, since probably 94. Um, done all the DIY stuff at home, met big gardens, built a chicken coop, built a zip line in his yard, built a greenhouse against the, uh, in the backyard, uh, the secret passage in the attic, all those kind of things, another attic uh, over there. Even hotter than this one. Hotter than this yeah. one. Um, he's got a couple of investment properties. He's got a couple of daughters and family experience that goes along with that. Uh, and he remembers every date for every event that anything's ever happened to him or us. 
Um, so that's why. I, what was the I, date of our well, first get together here? See, the, the thing is that you think I do, but it's really because you all forget. I just say anything and you go along. <laughs> see, there's a, there's a method to it all. So uh, Gary asked a legit question. Oh, that was like in the early 70s. It's it foggy, you know, <laughs> May of May 17th, 72. Yeah, first, check it. Our first have episode our, of the podcast was yeah, the 17th. Have, 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 have our uh, producer check it. Yeah. Fact check, please. It's correct. So, Adam, what did you think when Ray first asked you if you want to do a podcast? What was your initial gut reaction? Oh, it's not going to work. No one's going to listen to it, but let's <laughs> wait, do wait. it. You didn't think it was real. Um, because your first time again, well, like, oh, we're really meeting. This is real. That's true. I'm very punctual, and I've assumed I knew this was not real. So if we started at 2.30, that was the invite. Like, ah, you know, I'll leave around 2, get there at 2.40 or something. I walk in and there's microphones set up and there's monitors and, and keyboards and I couldn't believe it actually was for real. So I apologize and I haven't been late since. Disagree. <laughs> there was one, there was one late. Oh, when I had surgery. No. And I didn't know that we no. had this. It was like a traffic episode. Yeah, late. that's not his fault, though. It's yeah. traffic. Not your fault. No, that yeah, was okay. my fault. I apologize. Okay. <laughs> no, it, it, it happened. It happened. Okay. So what was your most memorable mountain climbing of all your mountain climbing experience? Which one sticks out in your mind is that was pretty darn good? Well, it depends on how you define good. Is, is good... As defined by you. Well, it, it can be a lot of things. It can be just be like the absolute perfect trip. It can be Disaster. surviving what you thought was certain death. I want to hear the biggest disaster. The biggest disaster was probably January 92, um, when Ron and Eric and I were on Algonquin in the Adirondacks with limited experience. And there was, uh, the mountain was covered in, in, in snow and ice and it had been 40 degrees and raining for days. And in the morning when we set out, it had dropped to 30, 20 degrees and the forecast was to go down to about negative 20 that night. And being one of the early trips, we weren't prepared. We didn't have the right gear. We didn't have the right clothes. And we got to a point where we're kind of halfway up. And I'm thinking, eh, you know, guys, the, the odds are probably 50-50 here. Of living? So, or? Of, of living <laughs> and, and, uh, and summiting yeah. uh, and dying. So I'm like... Eh, you know, that's, that's probably about my limit. I'm going to head back. And I knew there's no way these guys were going back. We were, you know, 21, 22 years old. There's no way. Ron was in the prime of his life, 300 pounds, 6'5", not an ounce of fat on him. You know, football superhero. Eric's indestructible. So I knew they were going. So I turned back and the, the, the weather, I, I made it back to, uh, made it back out. So you left without them? Yeah. Yeah, came back down. Um, I also took a few hours to go back up the valley. This is where they'd be coming down the other side of the mountain the next day. I'd catch them on the return. But then I thought, there's no way, even if they make the summit, they're not going to make it down the other side and another three miles to me. And I can't do anything here to save their ass if needed. So I hiked out. I found out that in... The, the east in the Mississippi, there is one occupied ranger outpost in the backcountry in the winter, in, in this half of the country. And it was at the base of Algonquin. So, and there was a phone line into it, even though there's no roads there, the, the ranger dog sleds in for a couple of weeks at a time. This is the same guy back that, out. that we, the same station that we stopped in. It, it was Ross, the same right? station. Yeah. This was Ken Burns. 
and um, Kevin Burns. Ken Burns is a movie guy, I think. Um, so there was actually a phone line in there or, or radio communication. I'm not sure how, but we, we radioed him. And he's like, well, it, it's a storm now. It's 20 below. I'm not doing anything. We'll put the light on. So Ron and Eric continued. They, they get above tree line and the winds are so strong that it's blowing gear off of them. And we had these cheap like rain ponchos. It was catching like a sail. So Ron rips it off and it just poof, just like disappears up in the sky like a, a speck. He starts ditching gear. Now you should never do this, but they had to drop weight because they weren't going to make it. They're they're ditching, you know, extra clothes, um, uh, a pot or pan, a stove, like bad decisions. They're getting picked up and dropped on the rocks by the wind and forget trying to find any kind of route. They're just kind of stumbling on, on the ice. And now after the, the rain put like an ice glaze on everything and now the temperature's dropping. So they get over the top and they're following... Uh, the, the drainage down the other side of the mountain. And naturally, you kind of get funneled into the same way water goes down a mountain, right? So now they're in waist-deep snow, occasionally busting through the snow where the water is still running. They're completely soaked, and they've got limited food, almost no energy, and it's January at that latitude, so it's dark at, you know, 3.30, 4 p.m. So they're thinking they're, they're, they're done, they keep going, they keep going, keep going. They're soaked, they're freezing, and they see a little light way far away. I could barely make it out. wasn't even sure if it was some a mirage or something, right? It turned out to be the light at the ranger station. Nice. And They made so it to the ranger station. They made it, and we've been climbing for the next 31 years. So if you didn't have them put that light on, they wouldn't have found it? Don't know. <clears throat> you saved their lives. They owe you don't know. like $10 or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe not. I don't know. It sounds like you were meant to go back the other way. Yeah. Well, and you know, what, what's changed, what's interesting is over the years, like the odds have, have, have kind of flipped a little bit now too. I'm, I'm willing to take on more risk because I'm, I'm a little older, but we also have more skills and, you know, the, the legs and the lungs and the back have stayed strong so I can keep doing what I'm doing and uh, whether it's, it's, it's with people or solo, um, you know, getting out there and climbing a mountain is, uh, is kind of like my homecoming, right? I don't have to worry about mortgages or advertisements or paper or glass or wires. There's nothing. There's no past. There's no future. It's now. And it's such an incredible relief that all there is is the now, even though the now might be incredibly painful and suffering and scary. That's all you got to focus on. What's yeah. the next move? And I can attest to that because the last trip we were on, we were doing some scary stuff that was terrifying me to almost to immobility. And Adam's like, oh, I'll just go. No, you know, he's, he's just moving on, right? And I could not bring myself to get over that, whatever that fear is, right? It's, it's, it's very strong. Now, now, let's caveat that a little bit, Ray. I think in Ray's old age, he's getting more cautious because that th was kind of shocking. I mean, it, it was pretty steep. Pretty loose rock, you know, several hundred feet, maybe a thousand feet drop. But the holds were okay. Yes, we had full packs. Yeah. But I was a little surprised, you yeah, know. But obviously powered through. Couldn't get over We got it done. I think that's the, that's, that's the definition of a panic attack, no? You had a panic attack. 
It was it was more justified than a typical panic attack, right? Like, are, are panic attacks? Do they just like come out of nowhere for, yeah, for no this obvious was reason? Justified. This was justified. Yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. And, it, and, I, and like, I don't know what a panic attack. I wouldn't is say it was panic by definition. It was it was just it was just and part of it could be because you guys were there, right? So I'm there and I'm in a place where hey, if I if I misstep or if something slips or whatever, I'm gonna fall and die, right? And I could have <clears> probably <throat> done it, right? They all did it, right? But knowing that there's people there, knowing that he's got a rope in the back of his pack, knowing that there's a safer way to do it, I couldn't bring myself to take the risk. Because then I'd feel like an idiot for not for not saying, hey, get the rope out first. Even though it takes us an hour to get the rope yeah, out. Yeah, but how long would you have really felt like an idiot? Like the three seconds it takes for you to hit the bottom? But I would say it wasn't a panic attack because you were not panicking. You were just like, okay, I'm not comfortable. You're perfectly right. calm. Stuck. I'm not comfortable moving. I think if I move... I'm going to fall all the way down there. John can get the rope out. Right. Set up a belay. Right. It was like, it was just even keel logical. But, right? but on, I couldn't get over it. Like I couldn't talk myself out of it wow. in my brain. Yeah. So, and this is, this, this is a pretty good, this is the Ptarmigan Traverse in the North Cascades, which is absolutely in, incredible alpine uh, route that, you know, not, not, we weren't, we didn't pioneer it. We weren't the first people have done it, but, um, it took us uh, seven or eight days and 40, 45 miles, mostly, you know, orienteering over the, the spine of the, the North Cascades over one side, back over the other side and, and, and so on. So it was, it was a butt kick. It was a butt kick. So Adam, I would love for you to know what are people's reactions when they walk into your family room at your house and share with the viewers the uniqueness of your family room at your house. Well, we, I, I, I'm, I'm fortunate in that the home improvement projects my wife makes me do are, are usually interesting ones. So I think this was probably in 08. We have a, we have a cathedral ceiling in the living room. And she said, hey, put, um, can you build a climbing wall in here? I don't know. Well, so six months later, yes, we have a climbing wall. And then the, the next year, I built another phase of it that it goes higher. And it's high enough now, I think it tops out maybe 22 feet, that if you fall, you probably get hurt. So there's an anchor, um, uh, two angle irons set into the rafters Is it the and high? a rope. Yeah, the top of it. High. Yeah. So, um, you know, and there, there's other, there's other, uh, someone wants to hear about this shirt? Okay. So this was from 2009, also in the Adirondacks. What shirt is this? Oh, they want Ray to tell the story. Oh, what, of what shirt? Of what the yellow shirt or my shirt? The shirt I'm wearing? What okay. The, what does it say? What does it, it say? It says UMass. Do you remember where this was from? No. 2009. Nine. Adirondacks. Hiking in with the kids. We cross a stream and this shirt is hanging on a tree. Oh, Three yeah. days later, uh, this is... we come hiking out and the shirt is still hanging on a tree. I said, okay, that's mine. <laughs> so I picked up the litter and I got a shirt and I've gotten a lot of use out of it since. Yep. No, I, I remember that was the mud hike, right? That was just like a... Yeah, lots a, of mud a, and the bear. Bear. We had the best bear hang. So in places where there's a lot of bear activity, you've got to take you know, your, your food and toothpaste, deodorant, anything with scent and get it high in a tree. Actually, you suspend it. You find two tall trees. You suspend it between two trees. So... Animals can't get to it. And it's, it's kind of difficult to do, but we wanted to show the kids the right way. So we actually probably did one of the best bear hangs we had ever done right. there. It was 12 feet from the nearest tree, 12 feet off the ground. And the rope was uh, run down to like three other trees, all kinds of knots. It was good. We get in the tents after dinner 
and we start hearing noises. There was a bear. I don't think it was even that long. It feels like as soon as we hung it, we walked away, and then the bit, it was it was down out of the tree. Like well, bear. we didn't even he know. Got it out. Oh yeah. So you didn't we, do a good job. <laughs> we didn't know the bear got it out. Do you remember what we? So so I'm I'm there yelling at him, make, trying to make fun of him, best I can to humiliate the bear so he'd run away. And we thought it we thought it went away. <laughs> we went out. We checked it. It was good. We went back back to, to bed, and yeah. then in the morning, it was down. The knots were undone. And there's, we had, um, we brought some tomatoes, I think, from the garden, actually, and yeah. kept it in a, in a real sturdy piece of, uh, like, Tupperware, hard plastic container, so the tomatoes wouldn't get crushed. I still have the teeth marks in this thing. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Did he use toothpaste and brush his teeth? I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, we, it was too dark. We couldn't tell. Yeah. The bear was probably excited. Here comes another human hanging up a pinata for me. Crazy. <laughs> uh, absolutely. Well, look, this is in a heavily... How do you think it got it down if it's 12 feet high? They just climb the trees and swipe until they yeah. cut the ropes. Yeah. Th so this, smart. This is in a heavily... They've learned. Probably not area. the first time they saw it. And this is at Lake Colden. And anyone listening knows the Adirondacks. You know Lake Colden. It might be one of the most popular backcountry sites uh, in the Adirondacks. So, yes, the bears are, are adapting. Yeah, they learn. They learn, and we've been hearing lately on the news that they've learned to open doors, right? Car yep. doors, right? Well, like half the people think their car was vandalized, and it was a bear. Yeah, <laughs> you know you're in trouble when you see him out there at the hangar. Oh yeah, oh, the, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're the engine revving. Now we got a problem. Yep. Well, that was easy. I thought you guys were going to grill me. <laughs> we never got a chance. Well, you know, we're, we're, big we're story on the. We're okay. going to come back to anybody that we need to. All right, so if we're going alphabetic, <clears throat> then it's Ed who's next. So let's talk about Ed. Why do you think the alphabet's in that order? You think it's because of the song? Yeah. Yeah, well, if you... How else would it be? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's all right, that's all right. You got to go through the bad ones to get to the good ones. That's right. <laughs> they can all go, be go, tens. Go through that's the right. Gary, Gary dad jokes to get to the Ed dad joke, right? Is that what you mean? <laughs> no, he is the reigning dad joke that. champion. I can tell because of the shirt. <laughs> All right, so Ed, so um, Ed, I, I invented a new word for this. So Ed is a friend of Gary. He was his next dorm neighbor, yes. right? Isn't that well, true? Next dorm neighbor. neighbor. Next dorm like neighbor, that. right? Across the like hall, that. yeah. I like that. Um, so we all wound up as housemates um, for our junior and senior years in, at school, right? So um, Ed and I actually shared a room for those two years. Kind of like the odd couple in there, you know, with Felix and Oscar, um, for anybody who <laughs> the, knows us. Viewers will have to try and decide which you one is which. Got to figure out who's who. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, so what happened? So so um, just trying to think about things about Ed that I, that I could think of that were, you know, like um, fascinating to me. So right after college, we were playing football. I think you were there, Adam, right? When I got playing my, football, when, always there. When I got my knee busted, right? <laughs> yeah, that was, so, that was your brother. So um, Broke his I, knee. I get run over, my knee gets, I don't know, you weren't there, Ed, right? I was in grad school at the time. You were in grad school. So I'm, so I'm at home on the couch where, where I can't walk at all, immobile. Call up Ed. Ed's diagnosed me over the phone. Dead on accurate, of course, with a, with a torn ACL. Um, and, and ever since then, you know, he's always been the guy that we know, you know, just knows everything about anatomy and physiology and all that kind of stuff, right? Um, so our families grew up together playing board games and all these things over all the years. Like everything's been, you know, it's, it's been a really good time. So, so that's Ed and that's how I know Ed. Why did I want Ed on this show? So um, he's the physical therapist who always amazes me with everything he knows. Um, endless resource for anything about body mechanics, physical fitness, healthy living, etc. 
got all his credentials that are on his bio on the website. Um, he's an adjunct professor now. Uh, he's probably the most structured and organized person that I know. Maybe Adam's uh, uh, going to give him a run for his money on that. <laughs> I don't um, think so. <laughs> Thanks, Adam. So pure discipline. You got it. Yeah. Thanks, Adam. Just all, all around. <laughs> I, I can select something to be disciplined about. You are always disciplined. <laughs> exactly. That's right. Thanks. Uh, also the most positive person we're ever going to find. Um, and sticks to the straight and narrow, right? Like what's simple, what's proven, what's the way to go, you know, investing, you know, living life, whatever, like do the right thing, do what's, do what's the, the proven thing, right? Um, and I think Ed's also someone who's always taken the approach of, like, I'm going to do what I do well, and I'm going to lean on somebody else to do what, what I don't know how to do. I'm going to pay someone else to do it for me. I'm going to, you know, find the right experts to do the right thing, right? Um, and no one is, is, you know, better or faster at puns and dad jokes than that, right? So, although Gary, Gary's probably going to argue <laughs> no, no, that. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't know about so that. now you got two competitors here. I can't uh, say that. Right? Gary's are off color sometimes and mine are mean sometimes. <laughs> Ed's the winner. Dad joke can't be off color or mean. I can't say mine are always All that right. funny, but I got a lot of them. <laughs> I did say fast. That's fast. Maybe That's not fast. Maybe not all funny, but definitely fast. <laughs> um, so, so there you have it. So, um, so that's Ed. So, um, yeah, I guess you know, Ed. What made you, you know, say you wanted to do this? So when Ray first, you know, mentioned it to me, all he said is, "Hey, we're going to have a meeting. You know, to come to this meeting, we're going to be hanging out at Johnny's house." And I thought to myself, well, "We're just going to be hanging out." I was hoping we could be playing a game. You know, I'm always up for a new game, and if not, we're just going to be hanging out eating food, you know, it's cool, friends. And then when I, when I showed up, they had all this equipment set up and I'm sitting there thinking, man, this is like a old time radio show, mm -hmm. right? What was it, Prairie Home Companion, I think was the movie with <laughs> what Kevin What kind of Klein. game is this? <laughs> yeah, and I was thinking, what is this? And then we go, let's just talk. So I figured, all right, I guess we're just talking. So we're just talking and hanging out. I didn't think much of it. And then when you guys talking about a podcast and I'm sitting there thinking, what the hell's a podcast? <laughs> And so I go home, you know, and I um, asked my kids, you know, what exactly is a podcast? They started explaining it to me. And I kept thinking, well, that sounds like an old time radio show. You know, is what it sounds like to me. And from my perspective, I had no, no interest, no desire to ever do anything like this. If anyone else had asked me other than Ray, I would have just said, no, 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 forget it. Not even going to think about Wait, it. Wait, hold on. Just no. What if I asked you? Uh, I, I might do it. I, might yeah, do I knew it. Wow. Let, me, let, yeah. let, me, let me rephrase. If anyone other than a very close friend would have asked me you to just do took, it. Gary, you just took me down a notch. I know. What's not good? No, no, I didn't take you down Took me down. I, I, brought, I brought Gary up. Uh, the positive. Notch. That's right. Yeah, okay. Yeah, put a positive Rising body. tides raises all ships. Good, uh, good catch, Ed. <laughs> Thank you. Nice try. So what winds up happening it's is... It's only when the tide goes out that you see that none of us are wearing pants. Which the other one. I think that's a... So, yeah, so this is very asked. You know, he's a good friend. I figured, all right, you know, what's, what's more important here, right? What I want to do, or is it, you know, acknowledging and supporting long-term friendships, right? We've been through a lot. You know, I've known you guys for a long time. You know, had a lot of good times. You know, sometimes when things aren't the best thing, times in life, you know, we lean on each other. And so, you know, good and bad, you've been, been friends a long time. So, you know, me doing the podcast is really, I think, is, a, is really an action of friendship more than me wanting to be a podcaster. That's not never, never high on my list, nor right. is it now. Right. All right. So um, I've got to grill Ed. Let's go. So uh, you have a white spot on your head? Yes, I do. Is it true? <laughs> oh, Gary, you were going with zingers. Good, because I got some too. Yeah. Let's, I don't want to interrupt. Is it Good. true you were touched by an angel? 
<laughs> Someone had mentioned that to me a long time ago, but I, I, I can't say that I have or have not been, but I've had that since I was a little boy. It's actually here on the right side of my head. I don't know if you guys can see that in the camera, but I've had that since I was a little boy. And I, a couple of times, and uh, once most memorably, when we were in Acadia, camping with our families and kids, <clears throat> I don't know how long that ago was, like 15 years ago? 2009. 2009. That, that was also 2009, yeah. Okay. So we're there camping, and this uh, younger fella, maybe late high school, early uh, college, came up to me. He's like, oh, wow. He's like, I can't believe I just met you. And I was sitting there thinking, who does he think I am? <laughs> I'm a your podcaster. This is, not someone, this is not someone from our group? No, not someone from our group. Okay. It, was just, it was just, a you know, I don't know if it was local or vacation. Are there. you sure? Because our group was, if you remember, about 30, 30 people. Yeah, we had a lot of people. No, he was not with us. He was okay. not with us. And uh, I'm like, hey, man, nice to meet you. I don't know who he was. And we started talking. And I was like, uh, what do you think is the big connection? And he's like, look. And he turned his head and he had a white spot. Just like wow. that. He's like, you've had that since you were born, didn't you? Since you were a little kid. I'm like. Yeah, I have. He's like, me too. <laughs> was he Ecuadorian? Like, uh, no, I didn't ask him. He didn't look it, but you never know. You never know. He, as far as I could tell, he was not Ecuadorian. Was that a traumatic experience that caused it? Alien, no. alien probing? Is that what that was from? As far as I could tell. So no, but they could have wiped my. They could have wiped my memory. Who knows? <laughs> right. I don't right. know. Because they say that that happens. Like people get into car accidents, people get into a, a, a trauma and, and they'll get a spot of white hair. Yeah, I don't know. Skunk attack? But I was, uh, I don't know. Not that I can actually recall. <laughs> but when I was younger, I actually tried to just kind of, I thought it'd be kind of cool just to have like a white braid coming out there. But yeah, <laughs> oh, I said, that. I said that to someone. You should just let that grow by itself yeah, and like cut everything else. But, Did it work? <laughs> no, it just really wasn't That's working. That's a lot of work. When I would, whenever I would explain it to like a barber, I'd say, hey, you know, and they just kind of look at me. <laughs> Well, I guess that's not happening. I think I have a better barber joke, but we could save that for later. <laughs> and yeah. So you, you're going to be that much. You're going to be a boring dude when you go gray. <laughs> I guess so. it's just all going to blend that's in. Gonna, that's right? going to turn black. You're going to lose you, your you connection hope, with that. But guy. I, I don't know. Well, I told my wife and kids, I can't wait till I turn gray because this way I'll be, you know, a little black, a little bit gray on top, and I can walk in and say, "Salt and pepper here." <laughs> <laughs> and all of your students will be like. What does that mean? Yeah, I, yeah don't now, push it. Every now and then when I'm in lecture or lab, I'll say something. You know, some of the older students will laugh and giggle. I always tell the younger guys, okay, go home and Google it. You yeah. can YouTube it. Yeah, 1980s plus. Yeah. Well, I have YouTube. to say, I don't know what's up with this generation, but no white hair. Ray got no white hair. I don't get it. I got no hair. I got a lot. Gary got no hair. <laughs> so it's, not it's, not it's not black. black. It's not gray. No white hair. Gary's got no white hair. The goatee no doesn't hair. count because I got a little that too. That looks cool. That's yeah. distinguishing. I like that, Gary. So Keep Johnny, that. you're upset because you're the youngest and you got all the white hair. Is that, yeah. is that what you're saying? And I'm losing my hair. It's okay. coming in. No, I don't want to hear Look it. Look at all his hair. Look at all his hair. <laughs> That's a good point. You yeah. both have all your hair and a lot of their it. hair. It's yeah, Ed's the only one rocking the boy band look. Well, yeah. Well, I, I mean, come on. I, like, wait, your hair is the longest in your 50s than when yes. it was in college. Yeah. Well, except for freshman year. So I, I didn't know you then. Yeah. So I didn't know you guys freshman year, but you know, I, I he might have had a bowl cut then. <laughs> I told my I told my uh, kids this, you know, they couldn't believe it. And some of my friends from high school, you know, they probably remember this. When I was in high school, I had my hair very, very short. Right, it's cut like a flat top. I kind of like that guy from Kid and Play, Wait, know, with like, high top fade. But with a like mullet that. long in the back? No, 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 very, okay. very short. And so I had it very, very short. And then when I went to college, I thought to myself, you know what? This is my chance to kind of do what I want and be out of the house. So I told my friends in high school, I said, you know what? Take a good look. I'm not going to cut my hair until I graduate high school or until I graduate college. And I went off. Freshman year, right? Never, never having long hair before, you know, not knowing what to expect. I just thought in my head, oh, I will just let it grow long and I have this really thick braid in the back is what I was going for. 
which didn't happen because I didn't cut it. I can't for about see you four that months. Way. And I'm like this chia pet. I look like that munchie chi doll. It just kind of grew out like this. It was terrible. So, so that was actually the longest that I had it, but that was really terrible. And then you went back to the buzz. By then the time, I went on to the buzz, yeah. you know, pretty much my entire life. And this is probably the longest that I've had it in like decades. Yeah. So. I think it was every like every two weeks you'd go to the barber, right? Every two weeks I had to get his regimented system. Every two weeks, every two weeks because it grew really fast, you know. And when I first got married, my wife would cut my hair, you know, for decades, and every two weeks you would have to cut it because it would grow so fast. So that's where I was at with that. But luckily, as I got older, it kind of slowed down a little bit. It got to like every three or four weeks. Save some money. We're, we're gonna have to ask well, better uh, questions. Okay. Yeah. 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 All right. So yeah. all right. So disciplined, positive. Bible quoting Ed, <laughs> what makes you scream and sweat and fly off the handle and just start raining f bombs? <laughs> Have you? I don't know if I've ever seen it. No, but I, you know, like anyone else in life, you know, everyone's got temptations, right? Everybody's got certain things where you're like. You know, I really shouldn't, but I just can't help myself. <laughs> you don't have those, though. Yeah, I do. You know, my okay. family knows what they are because they live with me. Is it food? Yeah, no. it's certain <laughs> foods, right? It's fruity, gummy candy. I was in a store the other day. That's what makes you F-bomb? No, it doesn't make me F-bomb. <laughs> Give me the <laughs> candy! I lose control. Yeah. No, but I was, in, I was in a checkout line, and I saw gummy Skittles. And I thought, I looked at myself, I was like, oh, my God. That's the amazing <laughs> like, combination. If I had that thing at home, I would just devour <laughs> that thing. You know, till it's empty. Did you get it? No, I turned my head away. <laughs> disciplined. I, I, I would have grabbed the whole shot that's in my car. He's man. disciplined. He looked away, thought about something positive, and started quoting the Lord, man. <laughs> how, how else are you going to, you know, evade that vice? Well, just a thought. Gummy Skittles. I mean, come on, man. That's a pretty, pretty good combination. It yeah, is. Gummy. So back to his question. Even for the pagans among you, us. What gets you all worked up and start swearing, or does that never happen? Because I don't think I've ever or seen more. it. Yeah, so, he, he dodged the question. Yeah, so what wound up happening when I was when I was younger, my stepfather actually said something which really resonated a lot with me. If you ever he, swear. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been good, but that wasn't it. He had said, when people curse, and this is his perspective, not to say this for everyone, but it was his perspective, and, and it really, you know, uh, you know, said in well with me, you know, it really meant a lot to me. He said, when people swear, it's because they can't think of anything better to say, either because they're losing control of their emotions, their anger, or they don't have the vocabulary. That's erroneous. I, I'm going to call wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Adam and Gary. Adam and Gary. Erroneous. And so, what do you think? It's been proven that people who swear more are more intelligent. So your stepfather is not that smart. I'm sorry. <laughs> proven by who? I, I think it's proven they're better looking as well. well yeah. Yes. Oh, by far. <laughs> yeah. So the point when he was, ta- was explaining that to me is, you know, any of those is not good. You want to be a person that loses control, that isn't going to be under control of their emotions, right? Probably not. Do I want to be someone that's, you know, thought of, you know, as not having anything better to say, right? That you're not an intelligent person. You can't think of any other way to articulate what it is you want to say. But let's, myself, let's back up. I don't not. think I've ever seen you, and this Ray's very close second, ever get mad. Well, then, yeah, so getting mad is something different, right? So now you're looking at, you know, something really bad happens in life, right? You don't get a promotion. Maybe you don't get a job. You, you lose a job. You get a very bad health diagnosis, right? Stuff like that happens in life. Yeah, but right? I'm talking about you. Right, right, right. And some of those things happen to me, yeah. right? So what winds up happening, you know, in life I have found through going through a lot of difficult times, you know, some losses, you know, different hardships, is that life ultimately has to move forward. 
And so whatever that hardship is, you lose a job, you get a bad diagnosis, you know, whatever the case may be, you know, made a bad investment, lost a lot of money. Life has to move forward. Life always moves forward. And so trying to live re life in reverse, regrets, why did I do that? Oh, woe is me, is never going to be productive. Whatever your current situation is, if it's ever going to be better, if it's ever going to move forward in the most positive way, then you've got to decide that you're going to be moving forward in your current circumstance, right? And I think sometimes folks get too caught up in, oh man, I shouldn't have, or oh man, you know, I got, I got dealt a bad hand, you know, but, things of that nature. And, and those things happen, right? But ne needless to say, things have to move forward. And I think, you know, at least for me, speaking from my own life experience, you know, having gone through some hardships, you know, that that has taught me that, right? You have to move forward. But you no still, you still does the question. No, so no, but because of those life experiences, I think that I, I, I tend doesn't to be, happen. I, yeah, I, I tend to be very positive in the in the situation because no matter what it is, right? Say I go to the doctor tomorrow, and I get a really bad diagnosis, right? And I get upset, I get pissed off, and I could be pissed off about you know what? I only got ten more years or five more years. I could be pissed off about that. I could be very grateful for the fifty-five years that I've had, right? And you're older than we thought. Fifty-two. Sorry. <laughs> Maybe, maybe if we took the rest of the cake and shoved it down his throat, I'm a little disappointed that he hasn't even finished get, it. Get like you just to... put it all on your plate and just smushed it around. Now, if this was Skittles, Fruit, gummy, you knew what it was when you put it on there. there. <laughs> Did he eat the gummy at least? There was some gummy no, in there. The gummy is in there. The gummy is in there, but it's with chocolate. I can't say like chocolate really, you know, does it for me. Stop my pace. I have a problem with people wasting chocolate. Uh, I can eat it. All right, I'm just at my own pace. That's and, all. And when we're done, give all your plates to Gary. And one last thing, Ed, I give you a hard time a lot because we're on very different ends of some spectrums, yet when There's it comes down to things that. that are important, I find myself ag 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 agreeing with you 99 times out of 100. So I find that very curious. Well, so, you know, and, and I'm glad you're on the podcast with us because you, you bring, we all bring different perspectives. Yours may be the, the, the differentest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, most differentist. Thank you. Yeah. I, I think, you know, I've often thought, I think that's why Ray, uh, Ray had asked me to join this podcast because I was thinking, you know, why would he ask me? Keep, I was thinking, well, yeah, you know, all the stuff he said is true, balance. right? You know, I got degrees and I got, you know, that education and, and life and work experience. But I think it's also to keep things balanced because my perspective is different. Yep. So the uh, prompter is saying wrap it up with Ed. So we're going to wrap it up with Ed. A wrap? You want to do a wrap? <laughs> I've seen, I've seen you do it at karaoke. He's wearing the shirt. No, no, no. I've seen him do it at karaoke. Yeah, but very animated. I don't, I don't think the audience is ready for karaoke. <laughs> and then we need to do karaoke too. Yeah, yeah right. we'll save that for another episode. You're going right. to do big butts again, right? <laughs> that was at the Purple House of Bethany Purple Beach, House. April no, no, 2006. That was Cisco, the thong song. That was the thong song. You're right. The thong oh, song. Wrong song. Well, musically, it doesn't work. Now you're thinking of Sir Mix a lot. <laughs> the audience oh, wants could get to into know charity. how much it would cost to get Ed to swear. I'll, I'll give you a dollar fifty. A bag of gummy Skittles. Oh, oh my! I'll have it here next, right, next done. podcast. Done. Next one. <laughs> done. Right. That's easy. Right. I can't wait to see it. Johnny's takeaway. Let's get George Carlin's list. We're all going to bring as many bags and get hit every one of them. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Good. Thanks, Ed. Um, moving on. So, Mr. Gary is next. Alphabetically. Alphabetically. He's, he, yeah, he would say he's first in other ways, but so Gary's next. So let's see, with the glasses on and I can read now. Um, 
So using that same term again, Gary and I uh, were dorm mates uh, at Rutgers uh, freshman year. So we was down. We were down the. You same shared a door. Door. Is M in there? Dorm. I got you. Okay. Dorm. <clears throat> like in between. I don't know. Fit the hollow doors. Not quite. Never mind. So um, what? Did we, so that freshman year, um, you know, we played poker. We learned to walk on our hands poker. up and down the hallway. We played lacrosse in there, you know, without uh, too many injuries. Jim. I think you're the one who took me to the gym first. Who's Jim? The gym. Oh, the gym. Yeah, <laughs> to go to the gym. We would come back from the gym like, I can't lift my arms up to the shower. <laughs> That's a workout with Ray. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we used to work out with Devin and we used to work out with Johnny's brother, Esteban. I never um, worked out with Devin. So, um, that was me. Oh, that was you. Yeah. That's right. Um, <clears throat> so, so sophomore year, Gary moved to the other dorm across the street where he was then dorm mates with Ed, which is how we all wound up together the third year. Um, Gary used to run a lot, still runs a lot, still works out a lot. Um, is is uh, probably one of the better or, you know, people in the best shape of his life uh, at that age, a uh, ripe old age of 52, Two. almost 53, right? I'm six months away. Come on, don't, I don't need to move forward. Five. Okay, fine, sorry. Um, so why do we want Gary on the show? Or why do I want Gary on the show? So, um, okay. You know, Gary, interesting guy, didn't do the traditional thing that everybody did, um, didn't have kid, get married and have kids like most of us did, um, did get married. But later, uh, he's always been serious about being healthy and exercise, uh, very disciplined with working out, running and all that kind of stuff. I think you had like a 10 year uh, running. Oh, five, five year running streak. Oh, five year running it was streak. Five years too long. Five years too long, but nonetheless. Um, what is that? What running streak? I you ran for day. five years in a row. I saw there's a movie five based on that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Forrest Gump. Yeah. yeah, you had a big beard. Yeah, that was me. Yeah, all right. That was coincidentally my favorite movie. Quite a streak. Yeah, we actually did one some of those times when we were traveling in California. Remember? That's, that's right. Yeah, but you weren't streaking. Like Adam said, you were just running, right? Well, just to clarify, for folks who don't know Gary, you say he runs and he, he does run, but Gary's kind of a bit of a superstar runner. In it's, all, it's all relative. In 2002, I, I ran the Philadelphia oh. Marathon. I hit my goal. I'm a superstar, all proud of myself. But little did I know that after, you know, the guy from Kenya came in, Tanzania, Ethiopia, there comes Gary. <laughs> announced, it, it, getting his name announced almost, you know, when the elite runners running Philly Marathon, and that was nothing special for him. That was, a, a you know, going out for a run. So Gary's a bit of a well, physical was, superstar. That was the group my best here. run. What place, did you, what place did you finish? 16th. Out of how many? Thousands, thousands. I, I mean, yeah. it's, tens it's of all relative. Thousands. I mean, it's that time today probably would have given me like 17th. 10th. Now, it might have been like, I think it looked like every year is different, but I think it would have been like 40th this year. Uh, you're right. It is relative, but that's relatively good. Uh, yeah, relatively yes, good. Extremely so good. I just want to clarify that Absolutely. point. You know, if you're the level-headed guy, Ed is the disciplined guy. <laughs> you're, you're, the, you're the physical. The physical superstar. <laughs> Johnny and I are just pieces of junk. You know, we're, we're along for the ride here. I'd be insulted by you. He shouldn't be saying that. Physically, so uh, Gary's also changed careers a couple times in his life. Now has a custom T-shirt business that he runs on his own. Uh, he's got a multifamily investment property, and a, and and you still have investments in the restaurants, right? One or two. One. One. Um, and on the investing side, he's um, he's the one, maybe the only one of us who uses an actual financial advisor to manage, you know, most of his uh, his money and investments. So um, that's Gary. 
And um, and he's got the yeah, and he's got Stevie just reminded me. He's also got the real estate investment trust stuff, right? So because um, being a landlord is not fun. It's not fun. So tell us about not fun, Gary. What's the worst thing that's happened to you as a landlord so far? Well, to be honest, it's not that bad. It's just that you never get a, a text message or a phone call to say happy birthday. You know, how are you doing? Anything like that. So as soon as you see a text, I'm like, <laughs> from, from your tenant. You yes, know. from the tenant. Sorry. But then again, to be fair, when we were renting in college, I can't say that I ever sent a, a no, birthday I'm not card saying, to a landlord. I'm not <laughs> saying it's expected. <laughs> it's not expected. But as soon as you see the phone, you're like, this isn't good. No. What was that? Do you remember our landlord's name? Was, Joe. He's the guy that owned the liquor store down there. Yes. Yeah, Peter she did. What? Peter Shadid. Same guy? He yeah, he owned all in New Brunswick. Mm, I don't think so. It had like a common name. Joe. Like Joe. I think Joe? it was Joe. But maybe he had like helpers or something. Right. You know? But it was the guys that owned the liquor store down on the end of Lewis yes. Street. Yeah, we had to go down there to pay the oh, rent. At the yeah. end of Lewis Street. Yeah. My yeah. landlord owned the liquor store down at the end of, um, I think, Ray Street and Easton Avenue. So we have a Ray Street and a Lewis Street. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, that's how you would get to his house. That's how you get you to would my go house. from the College Ave <laughs> yeah. gym, Ray Street, Lewis Street, and that's where Ray Lewis lives. Except it was L O U I S Street. That's all right. We can take a pass on that. The last name, Lewis. Yeah. Yeah, How many times did you guys stop by the liquor store with a birthday card for him? That's not my point. That's my point is like, as soon as you like, I I got a I thought Ed was going to say he did. That's really (laughs) interesting that you said that. That you, <laughs> yeah, really you know, odd. When well, because Johnny, you know, when you said, "Do I want to become a landlord?" You you, you weighed the options. You said, "Well, they're never going to give me birthday cards." So no, hell no, yeah, I don't want to be a landlord. That was like, number three. Number three. Right. You did. That was. You thought you were go, going was, to get the birthday cards. Are perfectly understandable. Yeah. So you went. You took the leap. Became a landlord. It didn't happen. Imagine you know? that chapter in finance one hundred and one. Right. So then, when you get there, okay, when you could become a landlord, the best part of it, you the might get a card. birthday card. <laughs> and if it's like What's your up? grandmother, you might get money on the birthday card, like a $20 bill if you're lucky. Right? Or, no. or a rent check. So maybe yeah. you should rent yeah. to your family, yeah. and so, then they'll get you your birthday yeah. Well, card. then I don't know. Why are they calling me? Is it a house, or is it something <laughs> but personal? In all honesty, a rent check is a little better than a happy birthday card. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. When it's on time, yeah. No, yeah. So the worst thing is probably um, two days ago when I was told how much it costs to replace the roof. <laughs> Which was eleven thousand dollars, but that's not a headache from being a landlord. That's no, just, but it's a money that I it's all money that's coming in from the. We bank can do that. We can do that. We can knock it out in a weekend. Yeah. All right. You want to do it? Is that gonna be an episode? Yeah. We, we could. We need a drone uh, to film it. We're gonna yeah. be up on the roof. And, and, on location. And, and, and Johnny's can, got the drone. Got one. We can, you know, use that attic because we'll be close to it for the next podcast. Yes. It's right for next episode, attic, yeah. we do it right there. Above there the attic. attic. It could be above the attic static. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> but but uh, yeah, it's gonna have to be above because it's a hot attic. There's no way you see in that attic. No. Right? Yeah. Oh, we're waiting until November. Yeah. yeah. Right. We're listening to ourselves now. You get echo. All right. So that so you've never had any disasters as a landlord. I had a lot of little things, but nothing major. You know, like uh, bee infestation. You know, things like that. Uh, and this after that? how many years? You know what's funny? I feel like it was two years ago, but I think it's seven years, seven or eight years now. Did you, you have the house? It's, yeah, it's you had it longer than that. No, it's not that. I mean, it's not that bad. I have to remind myself because it's still an investment. You know, they're still paying for the house. I'm still getting money, um, but I like investments where I don't get phone calls and say this is broken. And I'm like, good, I don't know how to fix it. You know, and then yeah. I got to go find somebody to fix it. So it's not that bad. And you don't have a handyman or anything. I do. Okay, so then, then even less. Of yeah, a until he retires, and I got to find another handyman to call you. <laughs> I'll be retired with that man. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. All right, so then um, we need a disaster somewhere. So tell us your biggest running disaster. Come on. 
biggest running disaster. Yeah, like the Olympians. Yeah. Did you ever have to, you know, crap down your leg because you didn't want to stop? You would lose 30 seconds I'll or tell pee you on yourself? Story. I have a lot of crap stories for running. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll give two. Um, so I had major stomach issues from my junior year of high school for years, and no one ever knew why. I went to my doctor. He's like, you have an ulcer. I'm like, God damn it, I'm 17, I have an ulcer. This is terrible. <laughs> so I didn't think my life was that bad. So he puts me on ulcer medication and makes it worse. I'm like, oh, this is horrible. And I was running. <laughs> they, I was in re really good. Do, uh, uh, then they did some uh, something, and they're like, oh, you don't have an ulcer. It must be, uh, it must be um, a, a, a nervous stomach. And he's like, just, I had to live on antacids. I'm like, this is not, can't oh, be man. good for me. So anyway, this went on for years, went on for years and years and years. And then um, it was so bad. Like I'd go for, I, I'd go for runs and, and then have the runs. And uh, <laughs> so one year I was like, I'm going to keep track of every time I have to stop in the middle of run to go into the woods. Sometimes there are no woods. You go in someone's front yard, you know, you do what you got to do. Uh, it was a hundred times in one year. I'm like, this can't be good for me. Uh, anyway, I ended up figuring out what it was. It was this whole stomach thing. And I fixed it. But what, 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 what do was it? You, can, you can't just blow nope. through that. Oh, I didn't know how problem? much we wanted to go on this. Um, so I ended up doing this whole colon cleanse thing. And it was this whole process for a month where uh, me and my wife did it. And it was amazing how much stuff comes out of you. Um, and then you between that, cleaning everything out and then taking probiotics. I'm like, oh, wow. It was just a whole digestive system was all out of whack for like 15 years. I'm like, mm -hmm. now I'm getting more energy. I'm sleeping better. I, and and my, everything was better. I'm like, I can't believe it took this long. To wait, this out. wait, so for 15 years, you, you've got this problem. Then you take 30 days, do this cleanse yeah. and you've been good ever since. Yes. It's amazing. And I take probiotics now all the time because yeah. it just it's amazing that. And I know it was all caused by this change of my, my I went from allergy seasonal to all year round and it just screwed everything up and. It must have been an ulcer, apparently. So wait a minute. Uh, you, you know what, Gary? That diarrhea can be hereditary. It runs in your genes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was, that, was that might joke. be the best one he's ever had. That was. That was good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. So, so wait a minute. Oh, wait okay. a minute. I just had a colonoscopy. I got all cleaned out. You're telling me that I should be Colonoscopy is not the same thing. You just said <laughs> but, you but it sounds like it is, uh, aside from the probiotic yeah. that you What's might take out. I had a colon cleanse. It was a whole process. You take all these different things and it cleans out your whole system. That's what I did. No, you had a colonoscopy. It's not the same thing. No, no they but clean you, you out before you take it. Because it's oh, completely it's not this, clean. It, yeah, no, it's, it's, there's a whole process and stuff. What? How is it any different? I can't answer You're it. I'm not a doctor. Dude, hey, just, tell us. He yeah, just uh, spit on your... And the doctor. I'm a doctor of physical therapy. Just to clarify for the audience, I'm not a medical doctor. Where's Allison? She's a doctor too. Uh, she's, a, I believe, that's a degree in pharmacy. Yeah. So same, a doctor same, also, but not an MD. Yeah. So I can't say as a physical therapist, I perform too many colonoscopies. <laughs> in fact, I would say zero. <laughs> that's, that's a good thing. Yeah, that what good about thing. the cleansing? Have you done the cleansing? Uh, that's not normally part of my everyday practice no, with my patients. for you. Uh, for me personally, no, I haven't. You haven't had what, what would you do if Gary came in and said, I, I, I sprained my intestines? Uh, <laughs> would you be able to address that? I or say, I, I, I broke my rectum or something? I would say go to your doctor. I would say you need to go see <laughs> a different specialist. I'm not the okay, person for yeah, so, I mean, my, 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 one of my best friends is a doctor as well. What kind of doctor? A family practitioner doctor, kind okay. of like your Good dad. Good, primary care. Yeah, yeah. that, that okay. is. Knows yeah. everything. So we would run most mornings, and he said, I'm going to do this too. And we'd go for, and a lot of stuff is like, it all is in the morning. So you'd be near bathrooms, and we'd go for a run, and we'd have to stop. He would do what? His shit on the neighbor's lawn? No, we would go, <laughs> we would go for a run, and we'd like have to stop. And like, I think that was a horse that just, you know, the stuff that comes out, he was like, this is amazing. Oh, okay. So wait, he's so doing the he, cleanse. He's doing the same thing. We were both doing it together, yeah. Oh, the cleanse. Yeah, sorry, the cleanse. I want to do this. I, well, I, I'll tell you the site where I got the stuff. Okay. Uh, we don't need to advertise unless we want to start getting. Is it called Amazon? No. <laughs> I mean, you can probably get it there, but it's a it's a from a doctor. 
We'll, we'll say that, I'll tell you. But okay. anyway, so what I was going to go with was a story, which was a better story. So one of my friends um, who was a, who this, we're talking 20 years ago. He's a very good runner. And we went to do a track workout together at this community college. And we were the only ones up there. And we were doing this very long workout. And, and I was having my stomach issues as normal. And we got to the last interval. I'm like, we had to do a, a mile. It was very long. And the last interval was a fast mile. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know if I can make it. And he says, I will beat you in this last mile. And he's a better runner. I'm like, you will not. I said, even if I have to go in my pants. <laughs> so, um, so he starts going and he's pulling away from me. And I'm like, God damn it, I don't know if I can make it. If I start pushing, I'm not gonna make it. I'm gonna have to stop. So we get to a quarter to go. I'm like, I can hold out for a quarter. So I start going as hard as I can and I catch up to him, but I, I couldn't catch up to him. I didn't pass him. But I stepped over the line. <laughs> I stepped on the inside of the track. <laughs> took my shorts off and just let it go. And he turns around and goes, what are you doing? I'm like, I can't hold it in. Wait, this is on a track. Jack? Yes. What was the infield? Dude, you, should have, you should have done that at the quarter mile mark and left a little oil slick yeah, for him. Yeah. Like in the cartoon. The thing that upsets me is that this is a very long work. I finished this running a 455 mile and it pushed that out of me. And now I can barely race that like 20 years later. Wait, wait, wait. This was just... Practice? It was a workout, yeah. <laughs> How many miles had you already done? Uh, it was probably a total of like four or five of, of interval workout. Yeah. It was a long one. All right, the real, the real question. Did you clean it up? No, what am I, how are you going <laughs> to clean it up? But you guys probably don't know the story. There was a story about three or four years ago of, they were calling it the, the Mad Dumper. They were at this, oh, this high school, said, we don't know what's going on there. Somebody kept coming to our track and going, taking a dump on the track. I heard so they put a yeah, I heard about So they put a camera out there. And, and then you got caught. No, <laughs> yes, it's, a, it's that Gary. It was Gary. No, it ended up being the athletic director for their, a different yes. competing school. Yes. And, my, and, and I saw that. And the same guy who I did this workout with 20 years later, he sent me an article. I'm like, yes, I saw this. He goes, it reminded me of you. <laughs> I, did, I did read that. Yeah. I read that. So wait, it was, it was the athletic director from another high school. Yeah. Was, 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 it, was it an intimidation crack. tactic? Or I don't a stomach know. issue. Every day. I don't know. Wow. <laughs> fantastic. Strange. Strange. That's fantastic. That's great, Gary. Um, <laughs> you didn't expect it to go down that road, huh? No, not at all. <laughs> all right. I guess uh, I got my stuff out of order here because of Johnny's birthday cake. Go with um, the oil slick next time. You would have beat him. Yeah, you could have just dropped it in front of him. If you had just done that next to him, he probably would have freaked out and <laughs> lost his balance and you would have beat him to the end, right? Uh, I know next time. Yeah. Knock so, them out. Like smelling just save it for next time. Okay, uh, so let's do Johnny. So um, Johnny and I have been friends. I've known him since we were young lads, wee lads in elementary school. Um, he's the younger brother of uh, my closest friend uh, since the third grade. So I grew up with him and his family, having dinners late night, sleeping over, eating, giving, drinking coffee and Ritz crackers <laughs> at 10 o'clock at night when you're eight years old and all that stuff. Um, and for years after high school, high school and, and beyond, you know, Johnny was always there to fix my car, to fix my mom's car, to fix Terrence's car, to fix anybody's car, right? So um, so Johnny's always been that guy. So why, that's why I wanted him on the show. And I mentioned it earlier. Um, the original thought for this was, you know, how, how do we re <coughs> reproduce? You're not supposed to cough on my show. Yeah, yeah. You do oh, it's better so. than the alternative. <laughs> 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 Come on, let's move it on. <laughs> Hurry up, he's got to go. <laughs> So, um, so the original, you know, thing about, you know, doing the car talk, you know, reproduction, you know, I had Johnny in mind, but it's not just cars, right? It's HVAC, it's air conditioning, it's plumbing, it's electrical, it's anything that has a, a nut, a bolt, a motor, a wire, um, he's going to know how to fix it, right? So, um, 
So he's got this moral obligation, you know, within himself to, to help everybody, you know, to fix things, help people because nobody else knows how to do this stuff. Um, and he's been very successful in life. Um, and he didn't, again, not the traditional way, right? So Johnny went to trade school, right? He, you know, got, he became a mechanic. He did all this other stuff. He's now a, a super special uh, plant manager for a cheese factory. Um, and um, he's got a couple investment properties and he's got an attic. So here we are in the attic, right? So, um, so that's why I wanted Johnny on the show, and that's what that's what I know about Johnny. So, go ha have at it, guys. <laughs> yeah. So, look, I, if it's got a pulse, Ed's got a good chance at fixing it. If it doesn't, Johnny's, Johnny's got a good it. chance at fixing it. Right. That's right. Right. And and I don't I don't know what the three of us we're, did, not, we're not good at. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'll tell you something amazing. I Johnny. disagree, though. I think you've done a lot of projects that can be considered to be very technical. Perhaps, but it, it, it's done out of stubbornness and persistence, and not out of like innate in, in, skill. In, in, yeah. Something yeah. amazing that Johnny had, had taught me, he helped me out with years ago. I don't know if you remember, we are talking about the tire sensor coming mm -hmm. on the dashboard. And it was in the most least likely of places. I don't know if you want to share it with the viewers where you told me to look. I told you to look at your spare tire. Yeah. <laughs> the spare tire was attached? No, the, the, some cars look at the four tires and the spare. So, so what it's happens be is attached, the light right? comes on and everyone just keeps doing the four tires and they're like, the light doesn't go away. Well, go check your spare right. and fill it. But it's, it's like a, wire, tell it's you a that wireless you're... sensor or something. Yeah, right? yeah, they're, they're, yeah, they're actually analog. They send uh, hmm. an analog signal out wireless and it actually tells you the real number of the air pressure. Right. I would never thought in a million years to check that. Yeah. No, nobody would think of that. But it's like Ray said, I think one of the biggest things that I think sometimes get, people give you too much credit, I think one, if you're willing to tackle the problem, and two, just like anything else, like people calling you just for, for um, physiology stuff, when you're known that you, you're technical, then you just keep getting people calling you and asking you. And most of the time, initially, I didn't know. So I'll show up, I start to look at it, you learn it, and then all of a sudden, I'm able to tell. So I've helped 10, 12 people with that same thing, wow. right? Awesome. So then I've always also had the electronics too, which I could read it, I could reprogram them. So it's like, at least you could you could help the person initially, and also you could help them from A to Z through the whole thing, right? Johnny, do you remember a few years ago, you taught me that the way to get your back right tire off is to put a shoulder into the left side of your truck. <laughs> I had a flat on the Pennsylvania Turnpike. AAA is nowhere in sight. Who do I call? I gave you a call. I know how to change a tire, but it was just seized and rusted in place. And by jacking it up just a little bit and then pushing the truck perpendicular to the orientation of the tire, like going to the other side of the truck and just pushing it physically and making it move, freed it up. Wait. And got me back on my way. You're pushing against so the, the side of the car. I'm pushing against the side of the, the truck. Opposite side. Opposite. I'm, I'm right by the left rear tire, pushing into the truck, while the right tire, which is flat, is still a little bit on the ground, right? So just that push kind of torques the axle enough to free that tire. Nice. I, I wish I knew this a week ago because this. <laughs> you, you gotta call Johnny. So I no. Let me tell you a story. I'm sorry to interrupt yours, but me and Janice are watching TV and we're hearing this noise, and she's like, "What is it? Like something coming next door?" I don't know. She goes, "No, it's coming from our property." I'm like, "It's coming next door." And I look out. She goes, "There's a car in our driveway." So I go outside and there's two cars. One car that works. Another car. They, why they pulled into my driveway? I don't know. Because it's a flat that's tire. That's the worst driveway. driveway. Yeah. But they drove up my driveway to change a flat. 
And, and he's like, I'm like, what are you guys doing? For those like, of you who don't know, Gary's driveway is on a 45 degree angle. Yeah. It's a death trap. Yes. Yeah. It's pretty right? pretty you might need a rope to so climb up his they're like, we can't get the tire off. I'm like, I don't know how to help you. <laughs> <laughs> I went back inside. I'm like, yeah, I don't know what they're doing. They're fixing a flat. <laughs> so you just left them out there. Well, then after a while, she's like, I don't trust them. I'm like, I don't know what to do. This is weird, right? So I went down and I found a sledgehammer. I'm like, maybe you hit it really hard. No? You could. I got up there and they, we got it off. It took them like 10 minutes to Wait, get the, the sledgehammer? Did they no, by the time I got it, because it they've been there for like 15 minutes. I had no idea what was oh going God. on. Did they think you were going to hit them with the I sledgehammer? I thought they were going to do something. I thought it was like a scam. Mm. Hey, we have a flat tire. Give us your money. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, sorry. Usually it's I have a gun. Give me your money. <laughs> <laughs> they probably heard that you were the dumper. <laughs> yeah, the mad dumper. <laughs> you guys All hear right. about that Home Depot scam years ago? No. No. Oh. No, we're. Is this, is this a joke? <laughs> no, we're. <laughs> I hope PG rated. We'll, we'll, we'll skip that okay, one. Okay, okay. So the things that I remember about Johnny is is um, and it's kind of like what I, what happened with you, Ed, too. But, but you know, something's broken. You call him up and just say, "This is broken. You can't see what I'm doing, but it sounds like this or it looks like this." He asks you three questions and tells you what's wrong, right? Um, and that's always amazed me, right? I mean, I call him one time. Furnace is not working at the rental house at my mom's house, actually. And uh, he's like, oh, if I remember right, it's the same furnace that's in my house. And I know it's got this thing, it's got a thing, and, and oh, this isn't working. I got a spare one in my closet. Why don't you just come and pick it up and you can just replace it. You'll be done in 10 minutes, right? To, to call a, a, a plumber, an electrician to get to that point would be two days, $600, blah, 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 blah. And, and, and they're going to try to sell you a new furnace, right? Like, those are the kind of things that have always, you know, like impressed me, right? It's just amazing how quickly you can get to the answer when people know what they're talking about. I actually right? talked to, I don't know who you put me on. Uh, I think we were um, dealing with the person's was it well a, pump. A mitt. Remember? It was a mitt. Yeah, and he said the same thing. He's like, he's like, how are you telling me all this without being able to I, see exactly? It? And I'm like, well, no, because I've seen hundreds of them. <laughs> yeah, but you you haven't seen mine. I'm like, yeah, it doesn't matter. They all look the same. But he was more amazed with that. <laughs> then yep. he called me back, and he was like, hey, it was exactly what you said. I'm like, well, I'm not going to tell you something that's wrong. But I think something that's very important. And I, and I think the, the listeners should already know um, I do not have any children, but I saw all that from my father. It's important to, to, to know that. So from day one, if my father wasn't home, he was working. Let's and if it. he wasn't at work, <laughs> everybody, everybody he, was, like he was helping someone else. <laughs> you know, so he was fixing something um, very um, mechanical also. And he's, he could also fabricate, he could weld, he could make things. But it's also, it's seeing, and, and you said something interesting, right, which I don't know where that comes from. I think it's more my mother and my grandmother, but there is an obligation. Mm -hmm. And I don't know how to ever turn that off. And like Jennifer, other people, my wife will tell me, you know, maybe you just, just tell them no. I'm like, I can't. Can't. With great power comes great responsibility. <laughs> That's true. But it's one of those things, though. It really does add to the thing, to to the whole situation because the minute you tell someone yes, in my mind, I have to get it right. And, and you gotta finish it, yeah. right? You can't have like, to ask help a couple them because if I told them yes, away. now I'm on the hook for it, right? right? So it's like, but a lot of people don't understand that part. So it goes, it's more like a personality type of thing. So you're just 
always thinking about stuff. You're thinking about his problem, his problem, the other person's problem. And then it, it gets together and little by little you store it in the right part of your, your brain. And then when someone calls you, like, oh, I remember that. Yeah, but so Gary's upset when his when his tenant gets a he gets a text from his tenant and it's like, oh, here's something bad. Johnny a text from anybody yeah. is is potentially <laughs> bad. a weekend's worth yes. of work and a, and a problem, right? Yeah, but, but look, yeah, Johnny, yeah, that happened yeah. definitely with my friends, right? <laughs> Testament to you. You've never been afraid to give it a shot and try it, right? And and even now, maybe there's an occasional problem you haven't seen before, but based on everything you've done, you know how to break it down, what to test, what to look for. And I think we're all 100% confident you're going to find that solution. And, and, and not being afraid to try is, is a lot has a lot to do with it. It does. It's something interesting you just said. There's tools. Thank God for technology because now at least like YouTube is Amazing. an extension of it, right? So yeah. sometimes I could even just do the research for the person and then, hey, check this YouTube. It's exactly what you need. And right. then they're like, oh, thanks. Like, you know, and it's because it's visual. And also I'll judge the person. I'm like, That's called maturity and outsourcing. Right. Right? Like, but it's you, also, you know, you, know, you also got to be, all right, it doesn't matter what video I send this person, they're just going to make it worse. So I'll just won't go that route. So right. you got to know who you're talking to. Right. Um, so, you know, the whole Christian mentality that I grew in, my mom um, is also non, non-technical, but meaning all, the, all she does is help people. Her entire week is either doing food shopping for someone, taking people to the doctors who they can't, a widow who needs this. And, and so that's what we saw. And then you just use the tools that, you, that God gave you. So technical is technical, right? So um, I don't know. I, I think that it, even just like this podcast, right? It's like when Ray asked, I never occurred to me to ever say no. It's impossible, right? Well, the minute he said it, I'm like, of course, no problem. I've gotten that. Right? And not, not well, and he can go a step further. I'll tell you, I gave him the rooms downstairs. It didn't matter to me, which just because I have an attic, it could have been the rooms downstairs. So we could have care. been in a cooler area than this? 100%. Yeah. This is the coolest right place when you there walk is. In, what are you talking about? Temperature-wise. Right when you walk in, those <laughs> yeah. two rooms there, I offered those. So anyway, that's that's why I am or the way I am. But well, you know what, Johnny? what it is. How you mentioned, you know, your father teaching you and your mom doing things. It's so great you know that you're in that situation and it's so wonderful to see you know with us coming here you know regularly you know your family always makes us feel so welcome you know, your extended family's here your cousins you know everyone every time we come in here we're always feeling like family so i think it's so great you know for what your parents started is just getting passed down to generation to generation yep, and we're trying we're trying and also i think that the good lord takes care of you in certain ways because on somebody else might ray might walk in their house and be like and i'll be yes and then once everyone leaves, someone else would be like, we're not having that in my house or whatever, whatever the case may be. The good thing is I say yes. And Jennifer's like, got no problem with that. You know, so we're, it's, it's like like minded, but after the same goal. And I'm, I'm extremely happy that it's happening. I'll tell you something else you help you help me out with. If the uh, viewers have not yet listened to the ceiling fan saga, <laughs> <laughs> there is a lot of talk there about things that might pop up. And you had mentioned on that episode, and I think Adam had mentioned the star bits, and you had said that the bits are numbered. And if you look at the instructions, that they Tell have the numbers. Number, yeah. So this past weekend, just out of the blue, we happened to have a problem with our dishwasher. And so my family and I watched a couple of videos, and the guy was talking about star bits, number 20, and number 15. And I thought to myself, I know exactly what he's talking about. I took out my little kit, <laughs> I looked at the bits, I saw the numbers, and I was like, this is exactly what John was talking mm-hmm. to. And I could proudly say, I didn't strip a single strip. Nice. Nice. Took them all out. All right, well done. Well done. Yeah. And back in that episode, that was the biggest problem I was having because I didn't use the drill. Like you were saying, don't use the power drill. So I had the hand uh, mechanism with the ratchet, and I just did it by hand. Nothing stripped. Yeah. Perfect. 
Did you fix the problem? So made it worse, but he knew what he was doing. The cat's a disaster now, but <laughs> the screw is mint condition. So we were going through, a, you know, saying, you know, just go through the the problem solving, right? The checklist. So I was just treating it just like I would, you know, with a with patient with diagnosis, go through tracking. Is it this? Is it this? So right now we're in the middle of the problem solving, and so we decided for what we've done, we're now going to leave it for two days to see if water backs up, and if it doesn't, then hopefully the problem is resolved. Put all the things back together. We took out everything internally washed it all out. And the video that we saw had explained that by doing this, you're going to unclog any blockage. And even if you aren't, if this is not the problem, you should be doing this as a homeowner anyway. And sure enough, when we took off all the parts on the inside of the dishwasher, there's pieces of glass, there's yeah. chopsticks, you know, broken in half. There's all little, kind, oh my goodness. grinder thing at the bottom with yeah, all the stuff in there. I had it, no right? idea. And yeah. the guy was, oh, be prepared when you pulled out this, you know, the, the, the housing cover. Because you pull out that housing cover, it's going to be filled with junk. And yep. it was filled with junk. Absolutely. And I was thinking to myself after watching this video, I've never done this in my life. You know, dishwashing maintenance episode <laughs> so, 13 coming up. So we had uh, we had somebody complain that the dishwasher wasn't working at one of the, the the houses in the Poconos, right? So we went up there and we're like, okay, let's look at this. And it wasn't doing, it wasn't cleaning the top rack, right? So look on YouTube, blah, blah, blah. That's what it is. Took it all apart, found all that junk in the bottom, cleaned Just it up. Just because it was clogged and didn't have the pressure to spray high pressure, enough. Pressure, yeah. right. Yeah. So um, got all that out, worked fine, right? Six months later, got some another renter complaining, uh, the dishwasher doesn't work, blah, blah, blah. Same exact thing, just kept filling up. Right? Why was it happening every six months when it never happened before, though? No idea. I think there's an answer on the second YouTube video we saw. So the reason we're still in the middle of problem solving is the water is backing up into the dishwasher without running it. It's just sitting there. And so the YouTube video we saw, the second one, said that if that continues to happen, it might be the water inlet valve. Mm. And they showed how to replace that. So being that we got everything out on the inside before I'm putting it back together, I'm leaving the pieces that are all cleaned off on the side. And then what we're gonna do is leave it for two days. And if no water backs in, then hopefully the water inlet valve is, is okay. But if water just builds up, then it's not because of the clog and the water not being able to get out. Then we'll have to go to the water inlet, inlet and I, valve. And I have a spare water inlet valve, brand new at my house that you can have. Cause Who they, doesn't? I'm pretty sure they're all the same, right? <laughs> Oh, yeah, really? I was going to ask yeah. if it's KitchenAid. Or it doesn't matter. They mostly are yeah. the same. It's ah, going to have two little, blue, two little blue terminals on the side, and it's like this big. Okay, honey, don't order that on Amazon. We got one coming from Ray. <laughs> <laughs> you return anything from Amazon. It's fine. <laughs> All right, cool. All right. Um, we should ask Ray. Oh, yeah. We got to have an interview with Ray. Of course we do. Yeah, so so, so Ray, Ray decided one day the that most he general, have yeah, It has to be the most general question. Why'd you get the idea? Aside from um, the car, right? You said you, you, it was the, the car, but... Why a podcast? Yeah, podcast. Why not and take us one, wingsuiting instead? Or, or more important, like, once you decided it wasn't going to be solely about cars, was it just... I don't know. It just seemed like... If I had to pick, I had to pick people. If it's not just about cars, then it makes sense to be not just about Johnny, right? Um, so you guys just are top of mind, right? It, just, it only makes sense, right? You and between the five of us, we know everything. everything. Wait, wait, <laughs> let, everything. Let's ask a question. This is very important. Were there any other people that you wanted to be on here that just didn't do it? Oh, meaning like yeah, we're like bottom they, of the barrel. Yeah, yeah, everyone said the, no. The first five. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's okay if I'm a psychic trigger. It's yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Don't answer that. I, I, absolutely not. First first string all the way. No question. I think he wanted Nikki on here too, but then he was like, nah. No. <laughs> so so that's the question. Why podcast? Instead of and instead of anything else. Like part of this is you you, you retired uh, just before your fifty second birthday, looking for something well, productive have any, to do. It didn't have anything to do with the whole retiring thing. It just happened. it's just timing, right? Like who has time to do this when we're when you're when you're working right now? You guys do, right? You're you guys are still in that. But 
to prep for it and get it ready and think about it and write stuff. Like it just, it just never was something I was willing to commit any time to, uh, until now. And then when we were talking about it at home, half joking, um, and it was actually Stevie, Allison, Way, and, uh, and Amit's wife were there and we were all talking about it and they're like, yeah, why don't you do that? It sounds like a great idea. I'm like, okay, I guess if everybody else thinks it's great, I just thought it was kind of a, you know, I thought, I thought it'd be like, it'd be nice to do, but I have no idea if anybody else thinks it's a good idea, but they all said it was a good idea. So I was like, okay, let's do it. So nice thing you just- 12 people who agree. Yeah, well, Gen yeah. Z kind of pushed us into it. The, <laughs> yeah. the, 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 the extended family of Gen Z said, yes, this would be a good thing because you guys are actually saying something different. I'm like, what do you mean? We're just a bunch of old dads who think they know a thing. Exactly, that's totally different than what's on there. <laughs> exactly. So, okay. The nice thing you just mentioned, Ray, about the time commitment, how, oh, well, we're still working. And Aaron, when you first asked us, that was a, a big thing about time commitment. And then you guys explained that none of this, just so the viewers know, none of this is scripted, right? There's no script, so there's no preparation, there's no rehearsal. Believe so it kinda, or not. So the yeah. nice thing is, <laughs> I think is that. that we can just be authentic and just talk as friends. Right. Right. And I think that's a great thing because it cuts down on the time. Whereas if you said, oh, we have to show up for practice twice a week, three times a week, no, rehearsal, never happened. Never that would be crazy. But the right. fact that we can just come and just talk off the cuff and just be ourselves. Right. You know, well, that's why I think a lot of us at the end of the day said, okay, yeah, let's do it. Because uh, I'm, I'm, I, I don't think we're going to be in 400 million households anytime soon. But hey, but once a week, get to years. hang out with you guys and, you know, shoot the, yeah. shoot the words around. <laughs> the words. <laughs> okay, I'm getting a cue in from, from Stevie here. So um, are you guys finished? We're never finished. Yeah, got just, one, just got one last off. question for you. So just out of curiosity, did you have kind of an idea or speech prepared if one of us had said no, like to kind of try and talk us into it? Like, what were you going to say? What would be the reason? I don't think so, because at the time I didn't know, and I, I didn't have any idea. Is there a big time commitment or not? What's it going to be? Is it every day? Is it every week? Like, I had no idea. So I don't think I had any desire to try to force somebody into this, right? Um, if it If somebody said no and then it was working out, would we have tried to drag them back in? Sure, probably, right, if it seemed like a good idea. But I, I don't think I would have forced anybody into it. So I got one. Don't say the name, though. Did you have a, <laughs> if someone said no, did you have someone else that you were thinking to put on no, the list? No, no. Wow. I, I, I probably for your force. I didn't go that deep. Really? I, I didn't think ahead. So it worked out almost exactly yeah. how you wanted it. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So we're the first choice, only choice. First and only. It, I feel at special. least that's what we're Told. That's, what, that's, what, that's what you're being told. Yeah. Yeah. That's all right. <laughs> that's how it makes us feel. That's uh, but then again, I, I, don't, I don't know if Ray's ever told a lie in his 52 and a half years. So I think we've got to believe that, it. I mean, like, there's lots of... Ray and Ed are very similar in certain ways. And that's not angry. I do hear swears coming out of you every now and then. I'm not sure... I have to believe in college. I used Actually, to hear it a lot. Next week. So. Next week. It wasn't, it wasn't like real anger, but I got really nervous when the first time I ever saw him and Way having somewhat of an argument. Was this in Greece? But that's yeah. When, but that's they when. started. No, both of them. And I was like, <laughs> I actually got nervous. I was like, oh my god, I, like I've never seen that before. And I actually like interjected. I'm like, guys, you guys need to relax. Well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. started. Way started laughing. I was like, oh my god. So, so wait a minute. If this is the time that I'm thinking of, your the words that came out of your mouth were, "Don't be like us." Exactly. And I always, and, and we don't have to do it here, but I wanted to ask you about that. So I get nervous when I see people who are who like, you know, if I were to see that from you, I get like him. You're, you're going to see it. <laughs> you, would, you would have to every day. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. I think if Damien Jansen don't have an argument, it's like, like he hey, it's a good day. I have a cousin who, who, who's actually the first person to visit here and the first person to stay here. He lives in Florida. And he knows me well. We grew up together, uh, Gerson, you know. But he hadn't been around Jennifer and I. You know, Jennifer and I bicker a lot and, and mess around. Most of the time I'm doing it on purpose just to, to mess with her. But 
uh, he left here. He went to my cousin's house, Nini's house, and he he actually had a full blown conversation. Listen, wow. I'm worried about them. Wow, man, Jen, um, Nini started cracking up. Now my cousin's always with the one who's downstairs at, when we're cooking and everything. She's always with me, so she knows how we are. But he really took it serious. Like talk talk to his mother. He talked to her. Wow, <laughs> I was like, so when he stayed over again, I'm like, listen, relax. That's just the way we are. <laughs> but if I see it from someone else, I'm like, holy hell, these two are gonna kill each other. Yeah. Well, anytime you see that, just remember. It's her fault. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. So um, I think uh, I think that was good. I, I think there's. Oh, wait. We got one final more thing thoughts. That, that I really keep, quick, guys. I'm just going to jump on the air real quick. Go ahead, Steve. Um, first of all, I want to thank the audience for listening to. Uh, no, this is not God. This is Stevie <laughs> from the control room just next door. <laughs> 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 we want Sorry. to, uh, we want to, no, I did not touch Ed's head and make all the hairs. Off. <laughs> um, we want to thank the audience for listening to the show live. Uh, we've been trying to do this for a little while. I think this is our 12th episode actually. Um, and I just wanted to give the cast some good news. We are officially over the halfway point to our hundred subscribers on YouTube. So all right. uh, we want to thank the audience for sticking through it. How much uh, did that cost us? <laughs> <laughs> I, I just want to also say we're an eighth of the way to a hundred yeah. episodes. Are they voluntary? Wow, that's that's right. great. So yes, thank you for listening. And uh, Ray, I'll let you uh, close it out. Well, uh, I was supposed to close it out with something that Stevie told me a few minutes ago, but I already forgot because I my memory sucks. Every, ask everybody how, how they feel about the first 12 episodes. There you go. How's it Look, I, right. I think we're already in the 1%, right? Most podcasts do not make it past 10 episodes. So we're, we're already, you know, ahead of the pack in that respect. And uh, just a, a word to Stevie for all the work he puts in behind the scenes. Yeah. We get we get it easy. Well, Ray, you do work too. Four of us have it easy. We just come in here and yap. Eat yep. co- chocolate cake and yeah, yep, and hopefully gummy skittles. Gummy skittles. Next week. I can't wait to see the swears come out of your mouth. <laughs> gummy skittles. All right, so Ed, go ahead. So I think so far with the uh, the content that we have put out, I'm actually really proud of the stuff that we have. I think there's some things that I find entertaining. I think it's kind of humorous. I think there's some episodes if the viewers and listeners have not listened to. I think if you sample some of the things that are out there, there's some that I think really speak to the experience of other folks, you know, some positive, some challenging experiences. And I think the idea of us trying to share our lives, our successes, our failures, and our hardships and obstacles can go a long way to helping uh, other viewers, you know, particularly uh, from younger populations, younger generations. So looking forward to doing more of that. Johnny. No, I'm, I'm extremely happy. Um, like I said, I, the minute you mentioned it, I was game for it. And I would just say that I believe if we could just get feedback from the listeners on what they want to hear, how they want to hear it, we can accommodate it and, um, you know, give us the patience or the, the opportunity and have patience with us so that we could start to, you know, perfect the content. All right. Gee. So, um, I mean, we're told that we're doing well for 12 episodes. I don't know, but uh, it's a fun ride. And I'm hoping that we don't stall out and we start going a little better. Good. Stern. Didn't I lead this off? Fine. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Listen, memory issues are here, right? So 
um, fine. For, for, me, moment. for me, um, it's different than what I expected. I thought it would be a little more, I thought we'd have Financial. people calling in and okay. asking questions and stuff like that. Um, but it's been great so far. 12 episodes is great. Uh, Steve and Allison have been doing a good job. All things are good. So I'm, I'm really happy so far. So we need to keep it going. And the, the website? Ed wants me At to ecstaticpod.com. And yeah. I also have some questions about your shirt. You want to show that to the camera, Ed? Yeah, sure. This is my shirt. My, uh, my wife and I picked up at the store. She thought it would be appropriate. So I think that would be great for me to wear. So I decided to wear it for today's for the podcast. I have the same one, but mine says reigning full paw joke champion. Oh, okay. Oh, that could be very fitting for you. <laughs> Okay, so for the audio only audience, it says reigning dad joke champion. <laughs> and so, it has Mickey Mouse on it. Yeah, as, as per my family's uh, declaration of me with that title. I can't say there's any other uh, organization or entity that sanctions that title for me. <laughs> but I'll take it on the t-shirt. Let's hear the music. Thank you for listening to the Attic Static Podcast. If you like what you heard, please like and subscribe and feel free to leave a comment below. Or come check us out at our website at addictstaticpod.com. And stay tuned for new episodes out every Monday.